Hello, and welcome to Boo Covery, where East meets West as we learn from Buddhist psychology how to deal with mental health and health issues. And now your host, Tyler Woods. Hi, this is Tyler Woods, and I want to welcome you to Boo Covery. And you can visit us at BooCovery.com, where we use Buddhist psychology to help heal everyday psychological problems. Now, today I want to talk about why Buddhism is one of the most psychological of all religions or lifestyles or belief systems. You know, there's a growing body of research that shows that religious involvement and poor mental health can go hand in hand. Now, I'm not saying religion causes mental health. I know people who, that's their livelihood, is to get up and go to church and communicate with others and have a social life and have a belief system that works for them. However, for some people, shame and guilt are important concepts within Christian theology. And for mental health reasons, we have to come to terms that Shame and guilt are important concepts within the Christian theology. I mean, the very fabric of Christianity is built on the belief that we're broken, that we are sinners, we are born of sin. And the fact is that we're so evil that an innocent man had to die for us. Now, enter Buddhism, which is widely known as a religion, but it's also been called a psychological or a, a, a philosophy of science. See, Buddhism teaches that there is a path to insight and freedom from suffering and that it's totally available to each and every one of us, not just Buddhist. And really, all one simply needs is to be willing to look deeply and carefully inside to look within and notice patterns of thinking and behavior with fresh eyes. This is called the path to mindfulness. You know, when I was studying Buddhist psychology in college and I took a few classes, I learned that Buddhist psychology believes our psychological states depend not so much on our particular circumstances, but more on how we relate to what life brings our way. And I began to understand that it acknowledges that pain, no matter if it's physical or emotional, is something we all experience. Every human being will experience some form of pain. Because it's an unavoidable part of life. And with that pain comes suffering. And what the classes taught me, and then I learned with experience, that as human beings, we tend to add additional layers of uh, psychological pain and suffering by how we engage with the experiences that we're having. It's the strong desire to control things is what it's all about. We tend to hang on to what we want to push away. We hang on to what's unpleasant. And that, my friends, is what gets us into trouble. 
we become attached to things like worry or stress. We become rigid. We have self-doubt, low self-esteem, shame, confusion. We get angry. We have addictions and judgment. We get reckless. And that's just naming a few. But Buddhism teaches us to walk a path and allow healthy factors to free our mind that makes us believe that we're stressed and worried and that we have self-doubt. Buddhism teaches us to walk a path and allow healthy factors to free our wandering mind. And some of that includes understanding the Four Noble Truths and the Eightfold Path. Now, I want you to know that Buddhist psychotherapy differs from Western psychologies in that it concerns itself with human potential rather than human pathology. And I want to say that again. Buddhist psychotherapy is about human potential, not human pathology. So when you experience problems with living, it doesn't find you in needing of a fix. Rather, it views all suffering as an opportunity for growth and change. Religion makes room for guilt, and the Buddha asks that we don't allow guilt to make us suffer. Buddhism and mental health go hand in hand. That's all there is to it. And that's because Buddhism and modern psychology both seek to understand the nature of consciousness and strive to benefit humankind through understanding and insight. So what I'm saying is basically Buddhism offers a path to achieving the types of insight we would want to expect to gain through psychotherapy. See, psychotherapy focuses on increased self-awareness, enhances acceptance as life as it is, and has an improved capacity to live with meaning and gratitude. And that is exactly what Buddhism focuses on. Truth is, modern psychological research validates that solutions proposed by Buddhist teachings, such as reducing stress and anxiety or improving attention span or sleep, helping with chronic pain, um, that Buddhist uh, teachings really have um, an emotional health effect. And Buddhism has inspired a number of evidence-based treatments, including mindfulness-based stress reduction and mindfulness-based cognitive therapy. See, in Buddhism, all people are equal. You're no better than this person, and they are no better than you. And it gives a person a feeling like um, a bee in a wave in an ocean rather than just a drop of water. Some religions make women feel worthless and powerless, while others shame people. And you can never be good enough. You have to confess sin and feel guilty for common mistakes. But basic Buddhist teachings are about practicing kindness and compassion, not towards others, but, I mean, yes, towards others, but most importantly, towards self. And that's not taught in um, Christianity. It's about 
understanding our suffering. We don't have to suffer. We will suffer because that's what people do, but we understand suffering is the foundation for self-improvement. I think we could call Buddha the original psychologist. Now, the perfect psychological tool, and one that Buddhist, uh, Buddhism teaches, is that awareness emerges through paying attention on purpose. In this present moment, not judging, to do things as they are. It teaches us that awareness emerges through paying attention on purpose. That, my friends, is mindfulness. And through this awareness, clients begin to develop self-compassion, self-acceptance. They begin to reduce their resistance to painful experiences. They begin to reduce painful emotions. And they increase their awareness to let them be and let them go. We teach our clients through Buddhist philosophy to step back, to stop, to think, see thoughts and feelings as thoughts and feelings and not as facts. We don't get trapped in facts because there are no facts. It's just thoughts and feelings. And clients become less um, they identify less with painful thoughts and feelings and begin to see them more as um, visitors and not who they are. See, Buddhist psychology is on the rise because more and more practitioners who aren't even Buddhist are working with it because they know that no one died for sins we never did. It's just based on compassion and self-compassion. It's based on mindfulness and peace. I love working with the Buddhist perspective in my private practice, and I see how well it helps my clients move towards compassion and wisdom, and I watch them suffer less. If you want, you can look into Buddhist psychology. You can also visit the webpage Bukavari. For now, my name is Tyler Woods, and walk in peace. <laughs>